welcome to the long and short of it. Welcome back. Episode two. I'm Deanna. I'm Tim. Cool. Yeah. You know And to follow up on episode one with a little taste of our personalities, we're going to continue with the introductions and talk about how we actually met and became friends. That's right. Which don't give I, a don't. I'm sure some people know. I've talked about it enough. Some people. But. Not everyone that this could reach out to. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. A duo on campus. So it might More be interesting. Or less. Yeah. But. To break the ice. We're going to start with a would you rather. Which goes hand in hand because. Oh yeah. Tim and I's thing over the past five. Going on five years. Oh yeah. Over the past five years has been would you rather's. And arguing over stupid things. Quality stuff. Yeah. Well, let's hear that would you rather. So. Oof. That's it. Wow. Would you rather so, so or just. Or oof. Yeah. Would you rather, in our lifetime, we discover a sophisticated alien civilization with which Earthlings can learn to communicate, or receive a visit from time travelers from the year 2771? Damn. I like how we both had to burp. Why would you give us away like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I leaned away and then I looked back and you were doing the same thing. Yeah, I saw you do it and then I was like, oh. Oh, I've got to burp too now. <laughs> I should I should do that mm. as well. I thought this was interesting just because both are cool and I can't decide. I can't decide. I've actually, I actually, I say this, it wasn't that hard for me. I know exactly you what I picked. say this every time. But like. Yeah, because I'm such a decisive person. Okay. I so just future yeah. visitation, or what was the first part? Uh, a we species. discover a sophisticated alien civilization oh, with civilization. which we can learn to communicate with them. Ooh. Yeah. Both would be awesome. Do you know what I would pick? No. I sure because no. aliens are scary. No, <laughs> opposite. Yeah. aliens are cool. Well, if we talked with them, and then worst case scenario, like in all of those movies, they're like, your world is ours now. And we're like, no. And they're like, too bad. Yeah. I mean, there's always people that are like, we can't even handle different different races. Yeah. Like, how are we going to handle? I don't care. I want to know. And I think it'd be cool. And they probably know more than us. And by probably, I mean definitely because we're useless sacks of flesh. So like. We're very new. We're very boring. I just feel like aliens, they, they've they been around the block. And I feel like that'd be what so cool. What if they came and they're like, you guys are so fresh and hip. Yeah. And like, what are you talking about? They're like, we've been here since the Big Bang. We're bored. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we found Jeez, you. <laughs> we've been looking all over for something that's not as old as us. Yeah, you're the greatest television show we've ever watched. It'll just be... Show me what you've got. Yeah, I was going to reference that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much what it feels like. I feel oh my God, what if that's what came out of it? Is Rick and Morty had the prophecy correct? Yeah. That they just put us on a TV show, intergalactic TV show, and we just blow up because we can't make a hit song. We definitely can't currently. Oh. But... Sick burn. I just feel like it's a sophisticated alien civilization. I don't know what that entails. I it could be blobs on another planet, and I if I could communicate with it, I'd be like, "You're rad." Like, 
There's cool. a lot of unknowns that goes with it. Yeah, but like think about what that could do for society. Like, ah, uh, you could just progress so many things. And if they know about certain types of like space travel or things in space, what there's if they just don't want to share information. Why am I communicating with them then? Because you're trying, but then they're like, nah. It says a sophisticated alien civilization with which Earthlings can learn to communicate. So communicate as in they can understand what you're saying and they can uh, and you can understand what they say back yeah that doesn't mean that they're willing to share information oh i know that just means that you but can what who cares that. either way they're like tell us your secrets they may not have like no we they don't, don't have to them. even just having a conversation like yo do you like Where this did you come from do you like space croutons what are space croutons i don't know but now i know meteors now i'm really tiny ones though yeah they break up in the atmosphere yeah, maybe. Or maybe they're, like, completely different. Who knows? Maybe they don't even, like, their word crouton isn't even, like, our croutons. Maybe it's, like... Zorptron. Sure. Crouton already kind of sounds alien-like, spacey. Crouton. Yeah. The croutonium. Like, maybe it's something else. Some new invention they made, and they were just, like... Why are you eating all your croutons? Ours are really expensive. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And then they find out that they hold up a crouton and they're like, this is what you think a crouton is? And then they throw it on the ground and laugh and never come back to us because they think we're plebs. But still. Their personalities could be vastly different. If we receive a visit from time travelers in the year 2771, the possibility of them being complete losers is so... (laughs) So aliens could be losers too, you don't know. Yeah, but at least they'd be otherworldly losers. We're already losers currently. I don't need to be like we're in the exact same spot seven centuries from now. Like what if what if come someone comes back and it's like your neighbor Bob and he's just like, Hey, I live here now. There's nothing hundred years in the future, your neighbor Bob is still alive. Well, not your neighbor, but I mean like your neighbor in the future. Like they're living in the house next to the plot of land you (laughs) used to live on. And they're just like, Yeah, everything's the same. And you know, the grass is just dead and the grass has turned orange. We've learned to live in hundred and fifty degree heat because we couldn't you guys never could stop climate change. By the way, get on that. And then like I don't know. I just I'm just worried that I'm putting too much faith in the human I mean you could put ability. too much faith in the interstellar ability of like But there's we're so learn many possibilities. So much about I like even if we find one that's like lame It'll probably lead us to finding cool ones because you know. We get there? I don't care. We're infinite. <laughs> the the world's infinite. We'll figure that the out. Galaxies. in seven hundred years. I don't say we have to get there. Maybe we just produce technology over time that we can talk to them. What if in seven hundred years the person from the future is like, "Yo, we make contact with some dope aliens, and they yeah. hooked us up." It's possible. I'm all about the now, man. Yo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You know, nice my, and hip. My hippie lifestyle. I'm just saying, I want to bro it up with some aliens, not Jake from State Farm, twenty seven seventy one. Say Jake Paul. No, <laughs> definitely not. But <laughs> you don't know. Maybe our technology for keeping ourselves alive just exponentially grows, and us now lives till seven hundred. What if the time travelers from twenty seven seventy one? There's only like two of them, and they're like, "Yeah, we're the only two left." Well, that would yeah. be extremely depressing. Yeah. What if only two aliens came by and they're what like, if, we're the what only if, two things? What if the time travelers that came back 
We're like babies. And you can't even talk to them. You're throwing out a lot of random hypotheticals here. I'm just saying, you gotta think of all the possibilities. But see, what I'm doing is I'm throwing them back at you in terms of an alien, and you're just kind of like, yeah, but that's not as but cool But aliens are cool. Because the thing, my my thing is at least aliens, even if they're lame, at least they're, they're unknown and new. They're different yeah. and cool. But like people, what are they going to tell me that a movie hasn't already told me? Uh, we're reality. Gonna have, we're going to have the future. hover cars. Cool. Just more ways for people to die now in the air. Maybe they come up with technologies to keep people from not dying from falling in the air. Like Good that luck. Like Rick and Morty where they have the amusement park and as long as you're in that bubble, you don't die. Yeah, well, it's 2018 and we haven't come up with anything good in 200 years, so. Okay, that's a lie. We came up with cool stuff, but nothing to protect us from dying like that, except for like vaccines because, you know, and medication. Yeah. I was going to say there were but other we priorities. Up, besides, like, smartphones and, like, the technology we're moving towards now. Have we really done anything that cool? Internet. I meant, yeah, I meant prior to, yeah. That was, like, because they were, like, cool inventions, but they were practical. I'm trying to think of purely recreational. Well, that's not what the business is for. We're not doing recreational things because... But that's what everyone boasts about in the fu- about the future in movies. Yeah, like, oh, we got these sick hoverboards. And... It's because they're living in a utopia where they have no worries in life, so yeah. they can spend that money. And if that's not the outcome in 2771, I don't want to know. If I'm not living the Jetson life, what's the point? I won't be living. Anyway, unless we figure out in the next 80 years how to live more than 100, to be 100 or 120, I guess is the max that anyone's ever made it. Yeah, something like that. Then... I won't make it anyway. So what's that knowledge going to bring to me? What if they came from the future and they're like, Deanna, you are the chosen one. Come back with us. Could I? Would the laws dictate that I could go ahead? Yeah, I mean, if it's written in... But then does the rest of my life in my current day cease to exist? Well, I assume you would be brought back. Oh. To continue, to close that that time loop. Yeah. It wouldn't just bring you 700 years in the future to live out the rest of your life. But even so, if that was But what am I chosen for? What am I going to do? I don't know. It's the future. Anything could have... It could be a dystopia. It could have been a utopia that you wanted. Oh, don't find me. I don't want to be the chosen one in something bad. I want to be something good. Like, you're the chosen one to eat all the mac and cheese you've ever wanted from all over the galaxy like yeah i want to be that chosen one but i don't want to be the chosen one that's like you have to kill all of these monsters otherwise kill okay you have to because you brought aliens to our home planet they destroyed (laughs) everything i'm okay with that yeah it doesn't affect me but it does now, because now you're getting dragged into it. Yeah. I just think aliens will, like, further discovery. And discovery? It, and just, like, prolong learning for years to come, and I, I think that's cool. Just think about think about your kid, or your grandkid, or your great-grandkid. Gankid? Gankid. Grandkid. Gankid. Majoring in, like... Alien... Alien civilization. Okay. Sure. Like paleontology. Yeah. But paleontology. But paleontology yeah. yeah. Like, they'd come home and they'd be like, ah, oh, 
What do you want to be ah. called? Do you, do you, I was trying to think, do you want to be called Papa? Do you want to be called Grandpa? Do you want to be called Papa? I'll, I'll be called Papa. Okay. That's my Papa's name. Wow, really? Papa's called Papa. <laughs> mm-hmm. They'll come home and they'll just be like, Papa, I learned today that you were a big part in helping, you know, discover aliens. And you'll be like, well, yeah, I'm glad I- you listen to me every time I tell you. Yeah. I remember when they were just blobs and now they're, we're discovering there ones houses. that are like rhinos. Rhinos. Rhino aliens. Space rhinos that you can ride across the galaxy. Okay. What's your choice? It's, we already talked about mine. <laughs> I don't know. It boils down to would I rather have the knowledge of future history or would I rather have new knowledge of extraterrestrial creatures that could answer questions. But this is like so open-ended that both scenarios can go in multiple extremes. That's why I kept saying like, well, worst case scenario, the future is a dystopia. Worst case scenario, you meet the aliens, they just want to take over the world. Yeah. Best case scenario, you get to learn about aliens. Best case scenario about the future you get to learn how to make like the next up and coming technology to like cure AIDS and every disease that we've come across and end world hunger and stop climate change and make an actual utopia that doesn't fall into a, a dystopia but has the facade of being a utopia then becomes fallout. Hmm. So so or Bioshock. I don't know. It's both are cool in my eyes. I don't know what one I would value more. It's a tough one. Because I value learning over the because cool. I feel like the reason I mainly chose it is it's just because like it's cool, it's new, and it. it enhances learning. Meanwhile, the time travelers will just. I feel like. I mean, I'm not saying this is has to be how it is but i just feel like in that scenario they come back and they tell you all these cool things and you're like cool i'll never get to experience them because i don't think it's going to be a situation where like they tell you how to make these things early on because one then it would make them obsolete and two you probably don't possess the knowledge technology or just like circumstances to create the things that they have well that's a circumstance on its own exactly so i feel like Maybe we do have the technology to cure AIDS. We just don't know the direction to take our medicine that we have. And they give us the direction that we need. But maybe. There might not be. Like, they may just come back with news that can't alter anything. And I just don't know if I'd want to. I'd rather take the risk of aliens killing me. Because I feel. I'm going to go off the, the notion that beings are inherently good. So I'm going to hope. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's very optimistic for you. For me, yeah, yes. especially. That's why I'm playing negative Nancy Devil's Advocate is because you're taking the optimistic side. Which I is... like taking the optimistic side, especially in Would You Rathers. Not in most cases. Usually you take people are out to get you. Yeah. Type of. So when now when aliens come, you're like, I like to think they would give me a hug. I'm not. I'm just saying. That they're not out to get you. I'm saying you can't go in with that mindset because you got to learn things. 
But I'm saying that's what you're envisioning this outcome to most likely be, is that they're non-hostile. Yeah, which is optimistic. Which is the opposite of what... But they're so far away, they probably can't do anything anyway. I don't like the idea also of the time-traveling one, because, like, if it's the case where we can't do it, like, I'm just finding out news of a time when I won't be alive. It's almost like when you hear history from, like, a thousand years ago, and you're like, "Eh, that's cool or sad, but, like, it doesn't really affect me. Yeah, but from the past, that's, like... That's in the past. But if you learn something from the future, that's something that But I can't look forward to it. I mean, mentally, you still can. You can be like, wow. But I'll be dead. That'll be really cool. (laughs) Well, what if they make something in the future where they just freeze you? See, that would be my problem. There you go. Maybe that's what my problem is. I would just be pissed off that I can't enjoy it. That the knowledge you have is useless. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And then at least with the aliens, I could be like, yeah. I was born in two centuries, and I also was born in the century that they discovered aliens. Okay, so if you wanted something out of this experience, what if the people from the past are like, here's an actual hoverboard, Deanna? You mean the future? I mean the future. Yeah. Here's an actual hoverboard, Deanna. And then you're like, cool, just for me? And they're like, yep, this is the whole reason why we came here, just for you just to get a hoverboard. My Peace. pure gain. Yeah. Uh... Because if you mean you in the sense of the world or society or culture as a whole being affected in that moment, then I would still make the argument that they could just give us information that we could utilize in our world now to better what we do. They could be like, we found all these great easy steps to stopping climate change, which is definitely real. And here's how to do it. Six easy steps, life hack. And then you're like, wow. I thought you would have had three by now. Yeah, what the heck? Who wants to do uh, six, six steps? <laughs> That's almost one every hundred years. Yeah. That's a little bit more, but I'm you still, know what I mean. I'm, I know. I'm still going with aliens, unfortunately. Aliens would be cooler. I would still choose aliens, but I'm trying to make a strong argument. Okay, so for we agree on aliens. Besides the cool factor. We're not aliens. going strong on this we disagree thing that I set up. I know. Okay, the past five years, we've disagreed on many things. Yes. I won't bring up the classic flying teleportation debate. Mm-mm. Teleportation. No. Stop. <laughs> stop. Well, that's good to know. Wow. I'm, glad, I'm glad we both want to meet aliens. Or at least... Yeah, what if they're just Superman? I don't even need to meet them. Just, just hearing, like, yeah. news articles or even... I mean, like, I was going to say news articles. I, I want to say that, but at the same time, I feel like the media would mess it up. But, like, still. Still cool. Like, you know yeah. when you hear every other year that Mars has water? And you're, like, still excited oh, wow. every time? Yeah. Even though they pretend that they wow, totally water. haven't found it before. drink it? Yeah. That's like, new? people are excited about water. Imagine how cool know. everyone, like, hyped up. Everyone every day would be like, do you hear what Alien Z said? And you'd be like, no, but Alien A said this. His name is uh, Alien Z, actually. Okay. Oh, it's not Z, it's Z. It'd be so cool. We'd just interview all of them. Journalists would have a new type of life. And then we could become space architects. Space architects. Space architects? I don't know. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Space cadets. Yeah. But. Cadets. Space archadets. 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 I like that. I like that. Archadets. That's good. That's better. Nailed it. Coining that trademark. That's a coin. No one take that. It's my coin. 
cool. It's a half dollar. Well, speaking of architecture. Half, speaking of half dollars. Speaking of half dollars. Haven't had one I since. had a half dollar when I first went to college. Oh, man. Since we're on that topic, we could talk about... The last time I got a half dollar was... Okay. Just don't follow along. New York City. That's fine. Sorry. I heard you. Architecture. No, no. It's fine. I know you heard me. It's Sorry. fine. It's fine. Architecture. Woo! We both major in it. Yeah. Done it for four years. Going on five. So we started college four years ago. We just graduated undergrad. Um, And are starting graduate school because. That's right. Why not sink further into debt? And. That's exactly what I thought. I wasn't even going for architecture. I was like, what could I spend money on? Yeah. Fastest way is college. Oh, definitely. Or gambling. Or both. Yeah. So we go to school in Rhode Island. Beautiful mm-hmm. state, super small, terrible drivers. Okay. But beautiful anyway. And <laughs> we met actually the first day that we were there, right? Yeah, because we lived in the same building across the hall. Right. So Across the common area. Yeah. So we lived on campus for all four years and... We currently now live off campus because we are required to, but we are roommates in and they were roommates. a shared apartment with three of us. Our other roommate is not currently here. Sorry, Val, but I know you're listening. Shout out to Val. <laughs> Stop with the shout <laughs> Stop. She'll be here soon. She'll be here eventually. Yeah. But it'll be the three of us hanging out, all doing architecture for reference. Yeah, because, you know, we can't. I think we have a total of like five friends outside of the architecture major. Mm-hmm. No, nah, that's not true. My dad, my but mom, close friends. My sister. <laughs> yeah. No. So Tons yeah. So we all lived. I oh I didn't mean total. I meant on campus. <laughs> oh, I meant total. <laughs> um. So freshman year, mm-hmm. we freshman year got to campus, Ooh. and they make you do a bunch. Of, the freshmen get to campus early. Uh, to kind of yep. appl- a- applimate, acclimate, appellation to like the new surroundings, mm-hmm. new people, mm-hmm. and they make you do a bunch of icebreaker stuff that you just want to die. Like they gave us like pickaxes and ice blocks, and they were like, "Have at it, break that ice with your fellow freshmen." I mean, that's how winters feel like here. Yeah, if they supplied us with pickaxes from our tuition costs. I'd be okay. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be mad, honestly. So, but after that, anyway, after the icebreakers. So, well, no, well, the first icebreakers hadn't even happened yet. Oh, okay. So technically, the first day that we were there, or this, it was like the first or second day. Um, my roommate at the time was like, "Ah, I uh. met all these cool people from orientation. Like, we should meet up with them." And I was like, I am down for making friends at all. I do not care. Sure. Because sure. I didn't. I only know a few people from my orientation group, but honestly, orientation was a tragic experience. Hated it. I was very annoyed the entire time. And It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't the best. Actually, a few of my friends that I have currently came out of my orientation group. Didn't really care. Sorry. Didn't really care about them at the time. Sorry, Skylar and Trevor. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Name. shout outs. 
Well, I mean, I just didn't know them. I think I talked to Skylar, like, we bonded over the fact that one of the girls in our group got left behind in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then we laughed, and then I don't think we talked the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, so I was... Great. So you know, then orientation is bad when I have to be the first one in the group to instigate conversation to everyone. Ooh. That was real bad. We you know orientation's talk. bad when I don't want to talk. Yeah. So that's no how one that wanted was. to talk. It was very uncomfortable during lunch. Yeah. And it's funny because all of those people that were in my orientation group were in the architecture major in the end, and I knew them very well by the end yeah. of school. That's how they broke us up. Yeah. But so, after orientation, I met, well, during orientation, I met Deanna's roommate for freshman year, and we kept in sort of close touch, and then found out that we were living across a common area in the same building from each other. Right, and we went to Convocation, which is this weird march into the tents where you graduate in four years, and they welcome you to the campus, and you're let in by bagpipes. And I was, I was terrified at the time. I, all I remembered was sitting with my roommate and freaking out because my parents were leaving that day. You know, classic scared. I, I live six hours from school, so I was very nervous that I would not have anyone, even though so I make... Thank God. I'm yeah, right. even though I make friends pretty quickly and I had already gotten pretty close within 24 hours to my roommate, like, we both really enjoyed each other's company, so... Mm-hmm. Um, then we were sitting at convocation, and my roommate was like, look, these are the people I was talking about. They're all behind us. Yeah, did you even remember this? I do. Ah, yeah. And because we were all huddled outside in the common area meeting our RA. Well, no, I, I was talking about the convocation, though. You guys oh, yeah. were sitting behind yeah, yeah. us in the seats. Convocation, we were yeah. all- and Yeah. And she was like, look, these are there these people. Are. Here they all are. We just awkwardly waved. And I, they like waved, and I was like, uh-huh, cool. I was like trying not to freak uh-huh. out that like I was going to be alone. And- then, like, later, we were, yeah, we RRA brought, brought us all together in the common area and was like, mm-hmm. icebreaker time. And then, like, my roommate was like, ah, oh, that's Tim. Like, he, lives, he must live across the hall from us and, like, called him over. And Tim yeah. was like, hi, I'm Tim. Wow, you make me sound really, hi. You were thrilling. I am Tim. You were like, hey. Hey there. How's it going? And then we had a, had a nice icebreaker where we had to do two truths and a lie classic mm-hmm. don't remember what i said said something about having a sister hating the pittsburgh penguins and or no my lie was that i loved the pittsburgh penguins which left a bad taste in my mouth <laughs> and uh, i forget what my other one was pretty boring some people's were really interesting no. just to get the ball rolling yeah but so then that was the first time we met and i was like he seems chill and then there was a different icebreaker event that they made us do where uh, it was, what was it called? The running thing. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What was it called? It had a specific name. I don't know. Uh, but it, it was, it's this thing where everyone has to go, all of the freshmen have to go, and. That's everyone. It's like a wild meetup event. And so. Me and my roommate tried to hide in our room and be like, we are not going to this. And guess what? RRA knocked on our door, came barging in and was like, you ready to go? And we were like, no. And then she was like, too you ready to go? bad. And we were like, okay. So we went and I'm like freaking out because I was just like, God, I can't remember what it's called. It's going to bother me. It's but 
Um, you run through a tunnel of people. Yeah. So well, we were we them. were walking on the way to it with our and like talking to RA, and then like it was me, Tim, and my roommate, and I just remember walking, and I was like, I felt more relieved walking with Tim because he was making jokes, and I was very uncomfortable going to this event. Yeah, totally. And we got there, and we all. Of course, the three of us swore we were like going to stick together. Not possible because at this event, you lined, you formed two lines. So it became like two lines of people would face each other. And then the other people would, once the line like filled all the way out of people, you held hands and ran, started running. Well, first we high fived the people oh, that's that true. were filling, right. filling the line as it went through the gymnasium. So you started at the door opposite each other and you high-fived everyone as they entered and continued to fill in the lines as they went so it became like a path this but is then, a lot of detail i know but i just like remember it so intently because it was terrifying and then you high-five everyone and then you hold hands and you start running and it whips you all around and it was crazy and then you do like some other dumb icebreaker activities where like they're like, find someone who has the same birthday month as you go and then like you gotta and then like take a selfie with someone blah yeah. blah whatever Took cool. a selfie with my future friend Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. Uh, I Didn't realize it was Kevin till like after we like became two friends. Years. Like <laughs> a year later. Yeah. We like became friends sophomore year from Musicians Guild, our club at school. And then he was like, Oh my god, I just realized that was you and I was like, Oh, oh yeah, didn't god. he send you the picture this? Yeah. Oh my god, it was so weird. Yeah. And then so then after that, we just like started hanging out with Tim, I think. Just because I think why not? And we had like dinners and stuff together, and I was like, pretty sure I was in the room. Didn't yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I just remember, sp- like, in my head, consciously being like, making the decision of like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be best friends with this kid. Like, oh, stop. I was just like, nah, it's got, yeah, it's gotta happen. Yeah, well. he's like too, too good, too good to pass up, <laughs> and. uh claimed i that was literally within the first 24 hours i believe like not me thinking that like us like all that all that stuff happening and then yeah so then we have progressed from there five years later lots of dumb memories and doing stupid things so we study architecture and I think if that's you didn't know that already. Well, yeah, we say it. I've said it a million times. But like because we study architecture, if anyone knows anything about it, it's a very intense program. So that also aids in the fact that like the types of relationships and friendships you make with people are like way quicker and just like more intense because you spend so much time together because you have well, like you're in that same office space essentially. Yeah, you're all in cubicles and you're all forced to be with each other. That sounds as terrible, like the way other, you described it, but it's not like as that. As opposed, <laughs> it's a pig pen. Yeah, it's as a, it's to a other giant majors. open area of like, you each get a desk, cubicle area, and you sit with a buddy, and you're in a class of only 13, but like there's like five classes of 13, and then you like pair up with different groups throughout the semester to do certain um, reviews and critiques, which we'll call crits all the time. And mm, it's easy. you have like a more personal experience with your professor. You're always on a first name basis. You do certain things. Some professors will celebrate with you at the end of the semester. If but like, cool. yeah, but that like atmosphere definitely encourages. That's why a lot of the people that 
uh, a lot of students in the architecture building often are only friends with people in the architecture building because you spend so much time there and there you just relate more on a work level. So then you can hang out and just do work together. Yeah, all the time. A lot of the t- like most of me and Tim's friendship has probably been spent doing work together. We, Man, that just sounds sad. I know, but like if you think about it, we have like reading sixty plus hour weeks doing homework, Art history. Yeah, we would do studying readings and studying uh, theory oh of architecture, academic reading. Everyone loves my study tactics for memorizing art, art history works stuff. Any paintings or anything like it's that? It's just mnemonic devices that are yeah. funny, so you remember them exactly. So like Garnier, yeah, Fructis. <laughs> uh, so yeah, freshman year, I don't know. We bought a frisbee together that was light up and go in the dark, and we made a tradition that every year on Halloween we would play with this light up frisbee. Not as easy to see in the dark as you think it'd be, but it was cool. It's anyway, also very dead now. Yeah, I mean the frisbee's still alive, but the the light is not. Yeah. Also, I got two of them accidentally because shout out to our mail center that can't get anything right literally ever lost my passport good times yeah and um yeah we've actually only had what one two studio professors together yeah we had we've had a lot of classes together the same and a lot of the same schedule just because the architecture major is just so at our school specifically is so straightforward that you kind of take us everyone takes a similar path there's only certain classes that you really take in different semesters and that's only if you kind of vary your path or if you have a weird minor or something like that that interferes but we pretty much take a lot of the similar stuff and that's why everyone gets so close there's about like 56 or so kids in our program there's going to be a little bit less now because some people aren't coming for grad um some are leaving to go to other places and stuff like that. So it's probably so, down to like 50 or 45 or something like that. But most of us are staying. So we're pretty tight knit. And it only aided in the fact that like you kind of you're staying up all night just to get drawings done. So Tim and I already were friends. And then we would sit at each other's desks and do work freshman year. And we like a lot of the same music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... So there are cert- there's always an album each year that reminds us of a specific year. Specifically, I think we've talked about this, that freshman year was state champs. The finer things. The finer things and the acoustic things. Sophomore year was neck deep, I think. Mm-hmm. Life's not out to get you. Life's not out to get you. And then junior year was a mix. It was, I'd say, Moose Blood. And Grayscale. And Grayscale. I was just going to say that. Grayscale was like the spring. Moose Blood. Moose, blood, Moose Blood's we Blush abroad. was... Well, while you're, we're abroad, which well, yeah. that's a complete different episode because you can't talk about that because there's just too much. We can't talk about that. Yeah, there's or, too much. Or or people just be mad that we're sounding pretentious. But oh, we were abroad. So oh. yeah, and then senior year was, I don't know actually. There was a new neck deep, uh, new moose blood. There was definitely there was. listened to the new blue moose blood a lot. That was in March. Oh, um that was hard because we were on opposite sides of the other studio area yeah we didn't really have a specific well we we were we were typically like binging certain albums each year yeah and that was just like something we always bonded over i was also thinking seaway was also um sophomore year sophomore year spring Seaway for you was like seaway was intense yeah remember when i would listen to colorblind like every day yeah 
literally every day. I remember one of one of our peers came used to come over to my desk. Shout out to Matt. Yeah, you, I thought <laughs> you knew. I was talking about. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of our friends, Matt, he would always like walk by me. He's like, "I swear, you were always listening to this album like every day." And I was like, "You always come on when I." come over when I put it on because I would mix it up throughout the day and then like there was always a certain time in the night when I was working that I wanted to listen to this album mm-hmm. but it was like constant repeat and I I was listening to it on I think either YouTube or Spotify and I wish I had listened to it on iTunes or something so it could have counted the amount of times I played it because it was intense we also forgot the other State Champs album that came out sophomore oh year, right 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 back. yeah and then I just, also Shapeshifter from Knuckle Puck. Oh, yeah. That, was, that was that was a pretty big one. I would say so. I'm just trying to think of all like the albums we would play in car rides. Yeah. Towards senior year, it was like... A mix. We started yeah. mixing it up with a lot more different... Like, I think each year we were here, we always had like a set one that we just... Con- but like this past year, a lot of music was released that we liked and... Yeah. I don't know. But we pretty much... We have a theme. Like, our lives have been a theme. I could pinpoint certain songs to certain memories. There was a... Like, I remember a certain... I I actually don't even remember the song it was. I can't remember if it was... I think it was Prepare to Be Noticed, actually, um, by State Champs. Freshman year, we were sitting... Tim was sitting at my desk working, which never happened again after freshman year because there was not... You can't get work done like that. You can't get work done. And also, um, well, you... You can, but, like, specifically for us, like, you didn't have enough space on your desk. Yeah. And then, like, once, specifically studio work can't be done. Like, if you're studying or whatever. But, like, Mm -hmm. studio work just is, like, it's fine if someone's working alongside you, but, like, at the same desk, it's just too distracting and stuff like that. But we used to do that, and there was a time when we were sitting at the same desk, but both listening to headphones, just one ear out. Mm -hmm. And I noticed, I ripped out my one earbud, and, like... All I remember was looking at him, and he was just like, what? And I was like, we started playing the same song at the exact same time, unknowingly. And they, I could hear the song being simultaneously played out of his ear, headbone. 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 Yep. Headbone. I also like the headbone playing them out of headphones. Out of his headphone and in mine. It was a very nice, very s- serene moment. It was, it was very, like, perfect lineup. Just felt good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what song that was either. So we've done a lot of stuff together. So mm-hmm. freshman year, we also we all went to New York City because they t- occasionally take us on site trips for studio. We've it's been in New York line. City way too many times yeah. considering we are in close proximity to Boston and have only gone once in four years. But we have gone to New York City. I have gone three times or four. Yeah, I've gone three times. I've gone two I went once for drawing, once, no, I've gone four times. I went once for drawing, once for Islamic art and architecture, once for Italian Renaissance art and architecture, and then once for studio. So, too many times, considering I don't, it's, the city's okay. But, once you see the same museums, or museums in general, and you only go to that place for museums. Well, it's just hard for me because. That's a lot. Not that I live near it, but, like, it's in close proximity to where I live, so I just, like, I want to see new things. But it makes sense. Um, so we did 
So we've done that. We have traveled to Italy, Ireland, Germany, Ireland. France, Spain together. Yes. Yes, we um, did. What did we do sophomore year? Did we do anything? Oh, we went to, we've, we've gone to multiple year. concerts together now. Uh, like three. We did state champs sophomore year. And we did, it was yeah, state champs and neck deep. And then we've done Warped Tour together. And we've done the other Neck Deep concert this year, past year. Oh, okay. That was yeah. like sophomore year. Neck, we did neck three Deep concerts. in Seaway. And yeah. Oh, not sophomore year. Sorry, I was counting in total. In general, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've suffered through certain professors together. Won't name names, but mm-hmm. you know. No shout outs for those. No shout outs for the. Interesting professors. Only we positive shout outs. Only positive shout outs. And Proctor, love you. Um, Proctor. Dr. P. Yeah. I don't know. What other highlights do. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of things that people don't know. We, we I think every person on campus knows us because, as our title explains, the long and the short of it, I am quite <laughs> short and Tim is quite tall and thin. So we are. You could have just said lanky. Sorry, Don't. I thought that was too insulting. It, no, saying long and thin is too insulting. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, you lanky boy. So <laughs> thank you. We are quite the opposites. So we stand out when we're so next we to each stand other. out quite, and we are creatures of habit a lot. Not not so much, but enough when it comes to food. So for the past four years that we have gone to school, we have eaten dinner every day at 5 p.m. after or actually this past year was our last semester was a change up because two days a week we didn't get out of class until 6 30 right so we had to eat after them and it was tragic we would always go early to get food at our lower commons which is like a cafe and for the people that think that 5 p.m. is like grandparents time to eat dinner just just keep in mind Don't that me. we're we're <laughs> in studio from two to five, three days doing a week. the same thing three days a week, and maybe you can get a little snack if you bring one, but that like mental you're just worn out for three hours like really wears you out and you're just starving and you just want to just want to be somewhere was, with your friends. It was worse for Tim because he he would eat. We were on kind of. Dinner was our only meal that we really shared together because yeah, Tim like Tim likes breakfast. Oh god, we it could spend a whole episode breakfast. talking about that. Tim loves breakfast and <clears> I love lunch and we don't agree on either. I hate breakfast and he does not care for lunch. Cuz lunch is basically just his mini dinner, so it's Lunch pointless. just holds me over till dinner. Yeah, so that's he, how I view it. He doesn't enjoy it. I yeah. don't like breakfast cuz I've never enjoyed breakfast. It has always made me sick. I have to Yeah, you have a physical I have to Yeah, yeah I have to plan how long like i can't eat for more than unless i'm awake for an hour i can't eat prior to being awake for an hour and i also just don't really care for breakfast food i really only like bagels and cereal and bacon i guess because but everything else but even then like i gotta be in the mood for all three of those things so it's it's really i but i love dinner i love food in general so but we so but everyone would see us walking on campus to either our dorm to studio or to dinner, and I swear the women that work the women at our uh, dining hall know us. I feel like they know us better if we are together. 
Yeah. I so also I'm, even though I, I fall into that great stereotype of being short but loud and Tim's tall and quiet. Mm-hmm. So it's even better. So people yeah. can really relate. It also didn't help with the fact that we lived in the same dorms for every year except one. It wasn't even one. It was just one it semester, was just semester because yeah. of abroad. Um, and yeah, so even then you were always over. Um, well, yeah. So who someone asked. Uh, oh, yeah, there was that one time. So the semester following abroad, we were split. Um, you get randomly placed. You can choose the roommate that you live with after you go abroad, but it uh, gets randomly split into any room that can fill in because you kind of fill in where the people who left for abroad like left over. So I was placed with my our current roommate now, Val. Um shout outs to Val again. Into <laughs> into one dorm and then Tim was placed <clears throat> with our other friend John. John. In a different in a shout different out building. To my boy. They're right next to each other on the same side of campus, oh. but um they're separate, but there was one day that Tim came over and was like, "I just had a weird experience." And it was because he was walking back from my room after we were doing homework together or something into his building and he was mm-hmm. following a girl or a girl was following you that uh. I think a girl was following you and you, oh no, no, she was trying to get into oh, his, yeah. she was trying to get into his building. I was behind her. And he was behind was her. Flustered. Yeah. And she like didn't, she was waiting for her friend to come down and let yeah. her in because it was after hours and the doors lock at a certain point. So yes. Tim swiped in with his ID and she looked befuddled and befuddled. was so confused how he got in or whatever, blah, blah. So they're walking up the stairs. Tim has no idea why they, she, she looks like that. Like, oh, thank you. And, and then had like a perplexed look on her face. And then we walk up the stairs. And then she was like, I'm sorry. I just, I thought you lived in Bayside. <laughs> and the reason she thinks that is because I lived in Bayside and Tim was always over after dinner at night, so she thought he lived in my apartment because she has a friend that lives lived down the like row of apartments yeah, from she me. She lived in that area. She lived in the same area, so she saw him constantly. And Tim has a very particular. I have a look. look. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I was like, he's very noticeable on campus. So yeah, I'm, I'm that person that's got the ugly. Oh, that's unfortunate. No, I just I just have bad breath from the sundays that i eat yeah. yeah he also smells like brussels sprouts so hey. if that tells you anything about how insepar- i don't i, I pretty, smell good pretty much inseparable <laughs> to a point where people can't distinguish us from without each other yeah super healthy to the point where people think we're either related or married yeah which is we still neither. get it pretty much every day yeah we'll never get past it yeah. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever. I mean, because <laughs> I was like, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Because we, same thing in Italy, like, at the end, I think we were sitting there before we were about to leave, and I was like, literally spent every single day in Italy with Tim. Because we also lucked out, and there were three options in Italy. I won't detail this too much, but there are three, op- three buildings we could have lived in. And two of them were right next to each other, and then the other one was about a thirty-minute walk, and or yep. well, actually, there were four buildings, 
Two of them were ne- right next to each other, and then the other two were about 20 to 30 minutes, depending on which location. And yes. we got placed in the two buildings right next to each other. So I got to walk down the stairs into their apartment whenever I wanted. So it worked out. So I we've I think we've been consistently lucky in our friendship in terms of just, like, not getting separated very much. Yeah. And even when we do, like, it's nice when we get a mix-up of classes so that I get to hear about your music classes and I get to talk about my art history classes That's that right. you don't take. We didn't talk about our minors. Oh, I my minor is music. art. Yeah, he minored music. And I yeah, did. Yeah, just reiterate. What, so, I talked over you. you so I minored in music. There we go. And I minored in art and architectural there history. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was a decision after dumping math. Sorry, math. Shout outs to math. Mm, yeah, I love it. Not, me too. Not for me to study forever, but no. Art and architectural history very fun. Very fun to make fun of too when there's stupid paintings and everything like that. And then I got to relive Italy once I took Italian Renaissance after I studied abroad, which was kind of I Weird. wish I studied it beforehand. But yeah, yeah, and then I got music, so then I didn't have to deal with the majority of other architecture kids that we didn't. Yeah, so it was more refreshing. Oh, yeah. Met new people. I still met new people also through art history because well, yeah, a lot of, that. there were art history majors. Yeah. I mean, we're still in the same school, but then like I had, I met one of my friends, my theater major friends, Henry. Yeah, Henry. Shout out to Henry. We're doing too many shout outs. Ooh. I think we're, we're, but now if I, if I mention all these people early on, when I'd mention them again, people won't have to ask me who they are. But. Let's go back to episode two. That's where we do all the shout outs. Yeah, exactly. So, I feel yeah. like I met a lot of, the majority of people I've met that aren't in architecture were met through my minor, I would believe, or even general education classes. Yeah. Some requirements, but those people I didn't really stay in touch with, but we bonded over being miserable and the fact that we had to, we were required to take a certain class. See, I got close with my music friends because then they were also the people that ran Musicians Guild. Yeah. So then it would be like a double dose, like, oh, did you do music homework? And they'd be like, yeah. And then see you in class. And then in class, be like, oh, you going to Musicians Guild? And I'd be like, yeah. Which is basically just a group where they met up and played music together. Yeah. Nothing nothing super formal, yeah. Well, we had the open mic nights where they would bring in microphones and electronic. But it wasn't like, let's recite this. No. Like. No, it was not anything for the general public. Not like a band. It was not orchestrated by everyone you could bring in your band you could bring in your group if you wanted to i meant like marching band and like no an orchestra i mean they never said he couldn't Mm -mm, just no one did it very free-flying but like kevin and i again shout outs to kevin played a few songs together that we practiced in our own time and then performed there and then some of my friends from music we used the jam room which is in the basement of our senior year dorm room that's where they make jam and everything yeah we just stomp around actually all of the instruments have jelly stored in them for safekeeping it's different than jam it's a form of something sticky it's consistency Hmm. well but yeah we use that jam to record a music project that i had to do junior year that was Took a lot of time to get together because it was me, Kevin, who wasn't in my music class, but shout outs to Kevin for being a bro <laughs> and playing guitar when he didn't even have to, but we needed to. In Crocs. In Crocs. 
rocking the a- out. The aesthetic was amazing. Playing Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. In some 41. Yeah. But that's... Yeah. Our daily life, though, for pretty much two and a half, three years, was wake up, go to class. It wasn't some 41, by the way. I was waiting for you to tell me that it wasn't because it was, we played American Idiot. Oh, I didn't even remember. No. You could have said anything and I wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> it's some 182. Ugh. No. Okay. But for studio, we pretty much were there every single day. Studio yeah. technically was 2 to 5. And now it's 2 to 6.30, but only two days a week instead of three. And you Which pretty much eat, breathe, bleed, sweat. Sneeze. Studio. Pretty much, it's all Vomit. architecture majors are. You get told that your stuff needs to be better, that you don't have enough, or they like your idea, but why not change it this many, many, many different ways? And yeah, yeah reviews tomorrow, but who cares? Do it anyway. And you just sit there and you do everything, and you sit at your draftsman desk, and you hope, Go hope, insane. yeah, you hope you get there, and you have problems scaling a drawing for three days straight, and your professors won't help you. Ugh, God, why'd you have to put that Ugh, because I just think about how we worked on that together and wanted to die. But, in general, we love it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a fun. little masochisty. Yeah, but... it's fun to bond over how, like, miserable it can be. Yeah, you got everybody there with you, so it's not like you're suffering alone in your room writing a 20-page paper. That's the best part, is I think the... It's way more active. Yeah, like, the collaboration, just, like, the, the bond, because... James Bond. Everyone sticks together. If you're like, you ask a professor, oh, what do you do? They, they say they want a certain thing. And then you ask everyone and you're like, are you doing that thing? And some, if one person says no, the whole class is not doing it. And yeah. it's, it's the best, like, unified resistance that you could ever experience. He said he wanted an eighth inch model, but we're already doing a 332nd. Are you going to make that eighth inch? And everyone's like, no. And you're like, thank God we're uprising. Standard studio daily conversation. Someone's standing up going, hey, what do you have for tomorrow? And the other (laughs) person going, nothing. And then you going, great, neither do I. And then you compare and find out that neither of you actually had nothing and you have just to very minimal. You work. just had a very minimal enough that you could talk to them maybe for fifteen minutes, and yeah. they could maybe push you along. But it would be enough, and then you'd be like, "Cool, I made it one more day." But then there'd be the nights where you stay up until five in the morning, and then still got an eight a.m. And you're like, "I can't miss it," so you gotta go. Pretty much every freshman yeah. architecture class gets yelled at by our dean to go to class. Because studio in the architecture major is held to such a high importance that you feel like you will give up every other class to finish mm-hmm. because it just feels so vital. And you're also just, you want that. You're proud of that. And you put so much time and effort in that you would rather put all of your time into it. So and there you don't were, want to miss a studio deadline. Yeah. That's what you're there for. Right. And the professors don't do a great job of not putting emphasis on it either. I mean, every professor thinks their stuff is the most important. But so yeah. there are many times when professors would have to be like, go to your class. 
like you can't keep skipping i did not do this but me either i always there was always once a semester i would skip like one class to to sleep it wasn't to do more work it was that i had done work so late that i needed to sleep but it was always a general education class i would never skip my actual classes normally and even then you get two or three skips so i was fine and i you can also the professors, check with your professors and if they're like yeah, no, that's totally fine if you miss out because they're very understanding for architecture majors. Yeah, we most have quite of them. the rep. On yeah, campus. they try to help you out, especially even in Italy. We yeah. our Italian professor, he was Davide. like David. He was again with the second shout out in a row. Sorry, Davide. I love you, David. But yeah. he specifically told us in the beginning that he hates architecture majors, but then spoiled us to death by telling us that if we ever had a big deadline that he was perfectly fine with us missing class and that we would not be penalized. But it was fine because we were also probably the best students in his class. Yeah. Mm, Three quarters of us. (laughs) Four quarters? (laughs) Four fifths? Something like that? I don't know. I think most of us did pretty well. We were pretty good. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a tough major, but we like it. And actually now, so, since... This was supposed to be specifically about me and Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have always done certain things, taking classes together. Now we share an apartment and we yes, also we currently work together too. Yeah. Our last day for the summer actually is this Friday, but we love the day. And if you think we're crazy that we don't get we sick, are. It, that we don't get sick of each other, well. We are. Yeah. Can't. But it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We find new ways to spice things up. We talk about a lot of... Spices. Hypotheticals and... and Spices. Would you rathers and... We complain a lot. I do a lot of the complaining, but like... I sometimes chime in. We... Yeah. My foot itches every now and then. Right. I have to tell someone. Yeah. We also have some of our own separate things that we do. Like, I play my video games that are singular player, so oh, there's not a whole lot you could do besides watch or play, but then you never want to play. I'll play. You don't want to play single player games. You oh, play not. The, like, I want to do co-op. Yeah. I like fun. Wanna... I like doing things with people. See, that's the thing. One of the big opposites about me and Tim is that we've taken personality tests multiple times and he always comes out introverted and I always come out extroverted. So a lot of the time, even though both of us like to hang out with friends, Tim also needs, I mean, everyone needs alone time, but he also- I need it a lot. He, Yeah, he thrives off of being alone and playing Solidarity. games. And I do not. You so, make me sound like such a lame that's not I also a just do things on my own. Yeah, not playing video games. I also draw. I also play the drums. Yeah, and but you like I those do things that are activities by myself. Yeah, he likes solitary activities. I do not most of the time. I mean, like I like I enjoy reading and watching other podcasts. Yeah, watching watching other or listening to other podcasts, watching more YouTube, drawing, painting. Well, I'm just starting up painting again. I haven't done it for a while, but Mm -hmm. I do most of my things weren't around doing things with other people is what I like to do the most, which pretty much everyone does mostly. Depends on my mood. Yeah. If I have a hankering for playing some mm, 
some tasty RPGs. I'm going to probably yeah, pass should. hanging out to, to get further in Octopath Traveler because spicy game right there. Yeah. I think the number one thing that me and Tim survive on is our humor is quite similar. Mm-hmm. And we find That's many true. of the same things funny, even though a lot of our personality can be different, meaning... Even humor s- even breaks those boundaries. Yeah, even things as simple as like I like to drive and he hates to drive. I like a lot of crazy foods and he does not. And I'm trying to think of other things that we don't agree on, but camping. Oh god. <laughs> Throwback to camping. Yeah, that's true. Back to camping. But we also like to do a lot of stupid activities together. Like we have gone to trampoline parks multiple times together. We have gone go-karting now multiple times together. We have played mini golf many times. Who do you think likes go-karting more and who do you think likes trampolining crazily more? Not, Leave that in the comments. Not very hard <laughs> to figure out <laughs> after the comments I just made. Yeah. Either way, always fun. Oh yeah, still tons of fun. Yeah. We do a lot of different types of games too. We try to mix it up but Mm -hmm. the one thing that people can't get over is that we have been friends for so long and not clawed each other's throats yeah we've never really had a true argument or like we we like have disagreements on things and we like to argue because we are argumentative people but we've never had like an actual spat i guess we're just queuing up for one but not yet don't think I really have it in me. No, Tim's Unless not. A, Tim's like, a very not passive, but just like I'm a pretty chill dude. Yeah, pretty chill. I'm. I try to be. <laughs> I try. I make the I'm effort. I'm an aspiring chill person. I am chill in certain respects, and then other things I am not. Yeah. And it's not even that. I just I like justice and justice. I like when things are fair. So. When I feel wronged, I express it. Oh, so do I. Yeah. So That's the only time I speak up. Yeah. And like classic, the one argument I remember us having that I've always talked about and my roommate at the time witnessed it and was terrified was we could not agree on a Harry Potter argument. And yeah, it's Tim's favorite story because he hates it. And... uh, I don't even remember that he was basically like arguing the, oh yeah, it was arguing whether it was beneficial that um, when Hermione had the time turner in the third book of Harry Potter, was it, why did she waste time taking certain classes, like ancient runes specifically? I never said take the time wasting classes. It was something to do with like- If she had that power- why didn't she, she use, use it, it for some like, other class, right? No, to like, uh, out of all of the conflicts, like, that's the whole premise of the movie is they like, stop all the conflicts that happen and everything, but like, still make sure things pan out. Right. Just me being extreme, being like, if Hermione has the power to turn back time, couldn't she go back in time to when Peter Pettigrew was gonna escape and just like, capture him when he's still a rat? Yeah. But and then, like, then also just do all these other things instead of... Right. So I took it as... So it was basically, like... Because it still takes up time to do those things. Right. 
It was basically like at the time he was expressing it as, or he expressed it this way, but it was to distill it. It was like ancient runes seemed like a waste of time kind of thing. That's what I took out of it at the time. And we were arguing. I was being pretty eloquent that I was saying instead of going to class, if she just went back in time after all that stuff hit the floor. But I was like, like, I think her taking class made sense or whatever, blah, blah. And we couldn't agree. And then, but we were actually saying the same thing in the end, like once we talked it out. But then, like, there was just a point where we were. Consensus. Yeah. Like, we didn't. We were agreeing, but then it felt like nothing got resolved. Right. So we were just so upset. We were, we were just like, fine. And just didn't talk for like five minutes. And my roommate at the time was like, guys. And then I just was like, I don't understand why you think. And we just started yelling. And then we were like, we're saying the same thing. Why are we still having this argument? And then it was done. Know. That was the only time I can really remember it. And the reason I also mainly bring it up is so that we can end with our specific hypothetical. I will say that probably the reason why you thought that was because I was saying I probably made the argument that she didn't even like use them to use her, her advantage. Yes, you did say that. To further her solutions towards using Yeah, the I think it was stuff. something it was like, like you said all that like yeah, she could have been Right, she was taking these classes, but she could have been using that time anyway to be doing these other important things and those classes would have been valid if she had used them more and i was making the case she probably did and it wasn't like as apparent to us but like we're not i I don't think either of us were speaking as eloquently as we are now so we were just getting we were just getting heated yeah it was just like it's stupid yeah no it's not (laughs) yeah but but that's in the past yeah we don't really have many of those arguments anymore. Mm-mm. Pretty much we just end in a stalemate at most things. We come to understand each other's points and agree to disagree and be like, that's what you prioritize and this is what I prioritize. Yeah. And it's... what you prioritize is just wrong. And oh, that's okay. Perfectly well, fine. you know, well, your priorities are boring. Oh, they're fine. It's always like, I try to be logical, but then like 90% of the time when I choose things, it's all about like how I feel about it. And Tim is always- It's always like, a logical train of thought that leads back to like, I just I f- yeah. I feel like that's just I'll, the like, thing. I like pretty much choose something based on what I want or what I like, and then I create logic and rationale yes. behind it, which is not bad. Like it's never bad logic. It's no. just like you should have- started with that (laughs) rather than saying but i'm okay with that because i gotta be in the heat of the moment that's why you always gotta boil it down and then you're just like "Eh, i can't say anything logical anymore i just that's how i i want it to be yeah that's how i feel about it i love it okay that's fine then but yeah if we you'll you'll see over the few the many you'll hear over the many episodes the difference you'll and you'll get more experience with our stories of our friendship anyway so this is not the last one and i'm sure everyone is so dying to hear about them yeah we'll probably have a whole episode just on italy yes and everyone will the people who care about it uh specifically the most will be the people who went with us and they will be sad reminiscing yeah oh my god they said 
They said Palazzo Vecchio. Remotely guarded. <laughs> they said va bene. They said va bene. Oh my god. But. But back on track to the ending with a nice. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. We're bookending each. Speaking of Harry Potter. Yeah. This hypothetical is Harry Potter themed. Starting with a would you rather, ending with a hypothetical. Because everyone likes to hear the discussions that we have. That's kind of a drive for this podcast is that a lot of our friends enjoy hearing us speak about certain things. We have gone off on, we have gone off on great tangents. We have started one time at what would you be named if you weren't named what you are now, all the way down to the Kool-Aid man. Yes. Do you remember that? That was a good time. Yeah. That was all within the span of 20 minutes and it just devolved so fast and I tried explaining to someone how we got there, and they could not understand. <laughs> it was just, I don't know. Sometimes we just, we had a whole discussion today about toeless socks. Yes. So, like, imagine toe socks, and then they're cut off like fingerless gloves. So, they still have, like, the ends for, like, the knuckles of your feet, which like we laughed at for joint. very long. Yeah. Like, toe knuckles. <laughs> Yeah, just so. just just say toe knuckles. Just just say it to yourself and imagine toe knuckles. Yeah, it's pretty gross. We talked about that like, for quite some time today. That's like a mixture of the thumb thumbs from Spy Kids. You remember those? No. It was just the thumb. I've seen Spy Kids in probably ten years. It, look it up. It's just <laughs> it's just the person that's just like a thumb, and he's got thumb for a head and thumb for arms, but instead of a thumb, it's a toe. And Knuckles from Sonic. Okay, ew. that's what I oh, think okay. of Knuckle Toes. Ew! Get or on with knuckles. it. Get on. Get on with this hypothetical. Well, you're the one that has it, not me. I I just have the list. of Oh spells yeah, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, we kind of prepared ahead of time to think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it was which Harry Potter spell would you most like to have, or to be able to use? Yes. Now my pick comes with the caveat that i'm not like a true wizard i'm just picking like a one spell that muggle me could be able to use for some reason okay so wizards can apparate ah okay so i chose the portus spell that creates any object into a port key so i can oh like, you travel chose anywhere you chose port key well you could just choose apparate but that's not like I'm, I'm thinking of like a real spell that's that to me was more like a power i mean technically they but they technically had to say a spell it was just a silent a spell it was one of those things where they they were like i was going to, this wizards was, that they don't have to say the spell this was one of the two that i picked was apparate and the other both of them technically are silent spells that i chose because i think they're the coolest parts of what's the second one the second is the one that turns you into an animagus (laughs) that's not (laughs) no (laughs) so i always thought um the class i would most want to take from harry potter would be transfiguration wait diana are you are you a furry Uh, (laughs) all right end podcast that was that was the long and short of it yeah, that's it. it. That I was the last it. episode ever. I killed it. He ruined it. No, I just think it'd be cool to be able to transform, and you don't get to pick which form you transform. I well, also it has to do with the fact that I am currently and was, but 
still am, mm-hmm. a big fan of the Marauders. They were my favorite part of the Harry Potter novels. And specifically, awesome. James Potter and Sirius Black were my two favorite characters. Remus Lupin as well, but mostly Sirius and James. And so I was always obsessed with their stories and the fact that they became animag- uh, animagi. Animagi? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Well, I always thought it was animagus when I read the books, and then in the movies, they're like, he's an animagus. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I'll, so I'll say animagus. Because Magnus is close to that, but whatever. So I wanted, I didn't know if those counted because, like, we've talked about both the Animagus spell and the Apparate are they require a spell, but they're right, which is all magic. All of the spells, once you get to that, once you get to a certain level, yeah. But they were also, some people have envisioned those as both as like abilities almost instead of spell casting, even though you needed Based it. Based on the movies, they always like portrayed right. them as like more of a power that comes with it because you never hear somebody say apparate. They have to and be trained they... to, well, I mean, you have to be trained on them. I don't know. But I would still, if I had to choose, I would definitely choose apparate first just because I, my big thing is that I want to travel. Quite often, well, yeah. and, and eliminate the, the most powerful spell, to especially just use in, in everyday muggle, life. Yeah, yeah. Muggle, life. muggle life. So I, I would just it would cut out a lot of time. I would be able to spend oh, yeah. my life, like even just like a com- on a basic level commute to work. I would eliminate mm-hmm. so much time. I could wake up, get ready, and then just operate to work. Like it would, I would be healthier from sleeping more. But then just on a more cool level of like, oh okay, I want time to go to Italy. Yeah, I want true Italian food. All right, I guess I'm going for dinner tonight, and then I'll just zap right back. And then, like, any of my friends across the world would be able to see Neon in two seconds or Tetsuo. Shout out to Neon and Tetsuo, yeah. my boy. And Charles. And Charles, my yeah. boy. So. Oh, my God. Like, being Neon's able. to going to California soon. Ugh, lucky. Yeah, it's going to be rad. So, it would be awesome to have that. And then I secondary, out of just, like, my love as a kid of transfiguration and the idea of being able to. Just classic magic of changing things into other things. Um, I think I would do the Animagus. I would just think it would be fun to have a form that you don't even choose. You just kind of inherit it and you blend in. And I just think it would be more fun. But if I had to choose one besides those two, I mean... (laughs) I like how it was choose one you're like... I am choosing... First top, top five... Well, my number, number one, one I number one would be apparate. But if you're gonna yes. say that's not because it's not like you have to be trained on it and stuff, or like because you have to be seventeen to do it, I would do either. I'd probably do at, like I'm gonna be basic and say like Accio. But <laughs> why? Why is that basic? Oh, everyone says that because like you wouldn't have to get the remote off the couch and stuff like that. I think that'd be interesting just to have something fly at you. Super satisfying. Accio knife. Or You're I could like, do oh, like. Crap. I mean, if I wanted to be smart, I would choose a pisky, which heals yeah. heals minor wounds. What, see, Deanna, that's what I was gonna say. Ah. I was like, if we're not doing the apparate thing, I was gonna say pisky. I was gonna say reparo. Reparo. He when she or, fixes his glasses. Yeah, because I was like, so many of my things in studio break. Imagine that's if you true. break your model and you're just like, oh, or if you drop your iPhone. 
Okay, yeah. If we want to do on a more, I was thinking things. on a more expensive route. Well, yeah. Or like your AC unit dies in the middle of ninety-five degree weather. That did not happen to us, but I'm just saying that would be terrible. There's also you could also use it to help other people. That's true. Both too. Reparo yeah. and Episky. Yeah. But it is Helps minor. Hospitals. I had to look it up specifically. It is used to heal minor injuries. Yeah, it's so it wouldn't be diseases. So no. you still wouldn't be able to do that. But I mean, like breaks, you could save. Yeah, if you fall off a long board, you could save puppies from having broken legs. Yeah, what constitutes the threshold of minor to major? So I, feel I like actually breaking something might be too much. I actually that that might be too much because you'd think uh, what's his face would have used that yeah. when Harry broke his arm with playing cricket. Yeah, Lockhart. He would. What did he do in the end? He did, he made his arm I, jelly. I know, but I don't remember what the spell was. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But it's yeah, stupid so maybe maybe it's just like abrasions and. Yeah, I was thinking just like any type of bruising or like cuts. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe maybe Reparo. I think I would probably choose Reparo over at Pisky then, if that's the case. Could you fudge it and be like, my arm is technically broken, so Reparo can fix it? I don't know. I don't know if that... I think it's probably inanimate objects. That's I don't know. Does I, it say it? I don't I'm know. glad none of, neither of us picked anything Well, the other harmful. thing... No. The other thing that I was thinking about picking that I didn't even know was really See, It's just broken objects. Would be... I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly or not, but it's Geminio. Geminio. Hmm. Which duplicates an object. Oh, I've never heard of that spell. That's yeah, probably something. It's just one of those Pottermore things. I'm yeah, sure. it's probably. Just like fill the lore, because there's also a spell underneath you it know, that uh, forces a werewolf to take their human form. Oh, if that was there, why did Snape not use it? Yeah, I'm surprised you almost didn't choose Wingardium Leviosa. So you could fly. Yeah, no, that's only no. I'd have to use Levicorpus. Because that's the one that well, lifts Levi- bodies. But I thought Levicorpus was the one that flips you upside down. Well, that one was always told is just like... Levicorpus, a nonverbal spell that causes the victim to be dangled upside down oh, by well, his stupid. or her ankles. The way that I always envisioned Levicorpus was that you get to, like, control... And then Wingati well, Leviosa was just objects. I think it is just objects, but Levicorpus was specifically used as, like, a torturing kind of thing. Not torturing, but, like, as a punishment it was supposed to be an attack so i don't think it's something you could control to whatever you well then want. if there's a spell that's like levicorpus except not dangling then i would maybe do that one. Oh, this one's kind of cute a cheering charm never heard of that one. Ooh, you know what would also be good liquid luck but that's not a spell i know <laughs> i just was thinking about potions and it would be cool i thought potions would be cool too but Alahamora would also be corpus that moves a person. Yeah. Alahamora would also be nice in yeah. daily life, just being able that. to unlock doors anywhere. Yeah, but then locks are meaningless to wizards. So yeah. Can open your things. Well, there were certain ones I think that couldn't be done. Here's a good one. Tarantalegra forces a person's legs to dance. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. Scourge! Oh my god. <laughs> Rick Sempra, the yeah. tickling charm. I forgot about that. That one was that one and Flipendo were big in the video games. Flipendo, oh my god! Please don't even bring up Flipendo because all I remember, Flipendo! yeah, was him saying it in that PlayStation Two game. No PlayStation. No, I think it was PS Two game. It's PS- all of the whichever. Of the video games. My sister had it. It was the Chamber of Secrets one, and all he says is Flipendo, Flipendo, yeah. and it's like. 
Please. Don't worry. I've played all the computer games. All I remember my is my aunt had them, and you always use flipping. That's all. I, it was the only one that mattered. Well, she was then, using it. Then they transitioned to stupefy. Yeah. That oh, was that, like yeah. the the and expelliarmus. Spell. Well, yeah, that was expelliarmus to is the classic, but well, because that's meant to disarm. But then yeah. flipendo was meant to actually like Kill push something like, and like. Something. Move it around. She always used it. I just remember distinctly the scene with the flying books that would come out yep. and attack you, and you'd always die <laughs> within like five seconds. So you had to do be very skilled about it. But yeah, it was good anyway, time. so we both kind of agreed on that too, just in terms of if we can't teleport, then we would do practical ones. Yeah, is well, our consensus. Well, I mean, I totally want to be an animagus, but well, yeah, that's just fun. Yes, that would be for fun. That would be pretty cool. Just imagine walking up to campus as a dog, freaking everyone out, and then you just like flip back into class and you're just like, I'm a human the whole time. They're like, yeah, Diana, we know it's you. We've been doing this for three months now. Yeah, but everyone loves dogs, so it's fine. Well, maybe you won't become a dog. Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to be a dog anyway. What would you be? I don't know. I forget what my Patronus mm. was on Pottermore. An ant eater. Please, no. <laughs> Why? Why would you say that to me? It'd be really great and derpy. Oh, that's mean. I forget what my Patronus was. I don't know. Sometimes they're similar. But I don't remember. So. I don't know. I can't. I feel like it was a bird. Which I don't want to be a bird. Thomas, why are you calling me? Thomas, if you're if you're watching this, it's ten nineteen p.m. and you're trying to call me in the middle of the podcast recording right now. How rude! So shame on you. Well, it's okay. Uh, I'll call you back later. <laughs> it's okay. We're concluding anyway. Yeah, we are. So, in conclusion, would totally want to see aliens and would totally apparate to them if I could. That's pretty. good. And also, Tim and I are stuck with each other for quite some time. Yeah, we made the unbreakable vow. Yeah. Just to bring it full circle about Harry Potter. We made some horcruxes. Dude. They're they're built into Don't get me started on horcruxes. They're built into all of our studio models. A piece of my soul is literally in every single model I've ever made. So just imagine. I always thought this would be a funny little thing, is like last thing Voldemort does is he puts a last remaining split part of his soul. And just puts in a rock and just chucks it into like yeah, that's the what Atlantic Ocean. Says. Or the other thing I always said was like, they never, maybe they say it in the books, but like, could you make the Horcrux the center of the earth? Like, do you have to be in contact? I'm pretty with sure it's in contact. Yeah. Okay, but still, what, what defines contact? Because I mean, if I touch any part of the ground, it has it to be. I thought be it had to be a contact. singular object, but it could be like just a. If you just think about a certain portion of magma that's in the center of the Earth, okay, then fine. What if this was the third thing that I always thought of? Is what dictates an object? Because if you think zoomed out scale, the Earth is a singular object. So you could just be like, the Earth is my Horcrux. Boom! I just touched it. No, I think it has to be like, you're thinking too bold here. No, you're just killing my imagination. I don't think it could be like matter that large. It has to be something you could probably- Well, they probably... never explicitly say that. 
I think it needed to be something is an object in my eyes is something you can hold or just like uh, touche touche horcrux the earth man dude I'm not holding that's, you back. That's how you'd be in, like immortal. The thing is, is that Voldemort wasn't that smart because he, he was, was a goddamn idiot. He was too much all about the meaning of things and symbolism. See, so. that's what I'm saying is you got to make it like not relate to anything. He would be a terrible, terrible person in real life. I think also he probably needed things that he could keep track of too. But they never said why. Like, do you need to check in and like touch it, like pet it a little um, bit? Like, how you doing, bud? I know someone's going to correct me on this. I don't think so. I think it was well, more I'm, in the terms... I don't care about people correcting me. I, I'm genuinely, genuinely yeah. curious. No, I, I think know. I think what it is is that you... For him specifically, since he knew they'd be sought after, he wanted them, him to be able to find them to protect them or to know when they had them. Well, I mean, plus he, he would had, always know when Plus they the last one was when... Nagini. Yeah? The snake. Yeah. yeah. So right. that was right next to him. What an idiot. But Well, I mean, that one was just like his safety net, the yeah. one that he always had with him. Right. But I mean like I don't know. I don't think you would know when someone has your horcrux and destroys it because he goes Oh Right, he does feel it, but I don't know. I Like I would never if I was to go that far. Because he hid them. Yes. So, like the one was in the cave and he had yep. And he had a trap. You had to drink the water that made you see your worst fears. So, yes. Or but I'm saying it's it traceable. If you throw right. a rock well, into the ocean, I you don't, can't trace that. I don't know why. There must have been a reason why he didn't do that. I'm just it could have been as simple as he wanted plot. to be dramatic. Plot. Yeah, he could have what been. it comes down well, to. Well, some people are dramatic like that. Even like mass murderers yeah, I are know. like, if they're like, I gotta have a stick. Egotistical. So I'm gonna kill only blonde people and it's like why that's the easiest traceable but, thing like why are you doing that but Voldemort was never like haha you'll never find my horcruxes I hid them very carefully and kept them to memory and made them close to heart like he never boasted about it he was just it was always like a mystery that he I even think made he, horcruxes well I also don't think movie. he even thought anyone would seek them out really well actually why would he, you run the risk oh wait actually of, he kind of did because he was aware of the chosen one. I don't know. Yes. And I don't know. Dumbledore had the ring. He wore it like an idiot. Dumbledore's a terrible person. All right. We, we can, Let's end, we on can that. end that. Okay. Already getting the Harry Potter fandom up in a tizzy. Yeah. It's okay. We won't go there anymore. Yeah. Cool. That was the long and short of it, but it was actually quite long. It was quite long. It yeah. was the longest one we've done so far. An hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, but worth it made it sense. Yeah. We and... had a lot to talk about. Right. Threw my name into just in something. Knuckle puck. What? I I was trying to recall lyrics to a knuckle puck song. I've oh. got a lot to talk about. Something, something, something. Oh, I'm not going to know. Yeah. But... It's the second song off Copacetic. Well, we'll be back. We'll be back. In the next episode with some more thrilling content. Check it out. Definitely another Would You Rather, so... Keep coming we'll keep back. Keep going. We'll, we'll we'll make them more wild next time. I wanted a more thoughtful one this time. Yeah. Start grounded. And but then we get we have always had weird ones, so don't yeah. worry. And we'll talk about some more stories. 
And then eventually, hopefully, we bring in some some of yes. our good buddies that we've given Mentioned shout outs to. Mentioned at least to. 13 people so far. Yeah, like John, my boy, he could get on here. Yeah. And tons of other people. Tyrus, we've already talked about Tyrus. Thomas. Shout out to Tyrus. Tyrus. Shout out to Tyrus and Thomas. Hopefully get them on the podcast too at some point. Shout out to our 300 someday Snapstreak Tyrus. Ooh! Living large. That's Num- true. Number one fan. Number one fan. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Deanna. I'm Tim. And this has been the long and short of it. Period. <laughs> and scene. And, s- and scene. We'll see you in the next one.